Welcome to the Marigold Teachers podcast. We're back with more ideas to help teachers like you embrace well-being, kick emotional exhaustion to the curb and thrive personally and professionally. That's right. We are your forest of feel-good feelings. A forest of feel-good feelings. Fabulous. I'm David. And I'm Rebecca. We're teachers, coaches and creators with over 25 years between us in the classroom. So we definitely know what it's like to need a little bit of affirming and affirmations in our lives. Absolutely. And in this episode, we're going to look a little bit how we can go about reframing the way we think about ourselves and the world around us. And we'll share some of our experiences and offer you some strategies for creating some great affirmations. Let's jump in. So we are thinking today about affirmations and the role that they play in helping us to kind of manage the way we feel about things, to see the world in new ways, and to kind of get us through that grind of being a teacher day in, day out. They're a really useful tool. So I guess first question, Rebecca, is like, how do you use them? What's your experience with, with affirmations? What do they do for you? I actually came across them from not a teaching perspective. It was actually when I was having my daughter. And it turns out that listening to a CD every day that your husband might fall asleep to, who kept telling me that I was a wonderful woman and an incredible person who could grow a human being. And I actually started to believe it and realized that I could probably use it in other parts of my life. And, and I do actually use them every single day. Everyone hears my affirmations, David. Everyone that I go past in, the, in the, a very echoey car park that I do my affirmations in on the way to work. <laughs> it sounds so nice when you hear me yelling them across the car park space. It's a nice direct route up to my work. And I, I feel like no one else can actually hear me or see me. I'm all covered over. It's a big concrete space and I can kind of yell it into the void if I really want to. And sometimes I kind of mutter, but sometimes I really do yell them. Do you think it's important to say those, those affirmations like before you actually get to work like physically when you're not there or do you do them at work as well i think i do them more when i'm on my way to work because it's that time where you're mentally preparing a bit like when you walk home or you get your you get in your car and you drive home on the way back and you kind of unpack everything i'm kind of setting myself up for the day um and so on the way to work i start either thinking about things i might be worried about or trying to mentally prepare what lessons I've got, what meetings I have, or what kid I need to track, catch up with. And so it's the perfect time for me to go, whoa, hang on. I need to make sure that I can actually follow what I'm doing with the day and I can do everything I need to do in the day. And I need to start believing that before I get to the door. Right. Yeah. I, I tend to do mine in the car. Like I'll get to the car park a few minutes early and I just kind of sit in there and that's my little quiet personal space of like, okay. This is where I'm going to just remind myself of what's important to me in the world, remind myself about how to respond and how to react to what comes my way. And yeah, I just kind of set the tone for myself. But I also find that the more I think about and repeat affirmations through the day, the more effective they are. So I don't just make it like first thing in the morning. It's got to the point actually where I will, if I'm in a challenging kind of situation, the affirmations will pop in. You know how people say, wait 10 seconds before you respond? It's that kind of thing, but with affirmations. I'm like, oh, now remember how you're supposed to behave. And then, and then you kick in, which is good. So what, what is an affirmation? Can you define what one is? 
statement. It's a personal statement that you can say to yourself. As you say, yours come into your head and sometimes they'll be out loud and you're in the car and you can do them either way. That's absolutely fine. I prefer to hear them so I can start believing them and the louder I do it, the better. They can boost your confidence and just make you feel good. It helps me kind of take stock of where I am, take stock of how I feel, connect with myself and make myself feel like I know I can do it because sometimes I think we need to remember and remind ourselves that we are capable of doing more than we give ourselves credit for. But we also need to remember that what we do is enough. 100%. 100%. Yeah. I kind of think of them as like a, a projection of the way I'd like to live. It's kind of the behavior I want to achieve. And so I will tell myself that I'm achieving it and behaving in that way now. So it kind of takes the goal of the future and turns it into the present. So rather than being like, um, well, I want to be healthier one day as a, as a random kind of goal, I'll say like, I am healthy and taking care of myself today, you know? So it's like, I, I've skipped the whole waiting for it to happen. You're tricking yourself into thinking I've done this already. Stop for, yeah, I've got this. I am wonderful. Yeah. Always. I am. And all of mine start with an I. It's very egotistical. It's very self-centered. It's all about me. We're not very good at that, David, as teachers, being um, all about us. So it takes a little while to start hearing that it's all about us. It's okay to start with I am. And it's not that the kids will be happy today. My boss will be pleased with me today. It's not anything to do with anyone else. They're yours. And just because the guy locking his car this morning heard me yell, I am amazing. I hope that then he walked off and went, well, yes, she is. And maybe he then went, actually, I'm, I'm amazing too. Yeah, totally. And the more you can share them, actually, I mean, I know you're kind of being like silly about like shouting in the car park to people, but the more you share them and the more you're open about the fact that you use them, I think the more, the more people will, will see their value and see their power, especially as they see you change. I used them in an assembly once actually, and kids were surprised how often I admitted to doing them and they were trying to do it about conquering fear and because we were just looking at it a different way and sometimes we're too scared to fix something or look at something that might make us feel vulnerable and if you're trying to make yourself believe something a little bit more with your affirmations sometimes they're things that you're worried that you're not doing or that you're scared of you're losing I guess we started using them when I was finding it quite difficult to disconnect myself from my job. And so I, I was kind of not giving myself much space in life to do things or that weren't involved with work. And so that made me quite anxious. And I started to feel like I was failing at things and it was a weird time. So using affirmations to try and just reset myself and, and reframe how I was looking at myself in the world and to give myself permission to kind of reset myself every day was really important. I think it's important to say that affirmations are personal. They're not generic. You know, you don't necessarily kind of pick up a book full of affirmations and go, oh, I use these five. That's not really how it works. You kind of got to tailor them for yourself. But there are some really simple ones that we can give some examples of. So you might say to yourself, I am capable and intelligent. You might say, I am worthy of love and respect. You might say something like, I am brave and strong. Um, they're really, those are really simple. They're quite general, but if they apply to you and if they're important to you, then they're really powerful. Uh, Rebecca, have you got some, some others? 
I love ones that make me think about things that I might not ser- not necessarily put in the top of my priority list. I'm worth listening to. We forget that that's really important. I'm excited to see what the future holds. Oh, yes. I'm doing the best for myself and others. Because remember, yeah, you they are about you. But that doesn't mean that you can't say about how that lovely impact will be beneficial to somebody else too. Okay, so why do you think they work? Because we've talked about shouting in a car park and we've talked about like <laughs> sitting in a car going, mm, I'm, I'm wonderful. What's the secret to why they work for us, do you think? It's exactly like telling children they can do it in a classroom. And it's saying to yourself over and over and over again, that if you can do it, you'll start believing it. We tell students, you're doing really well. You're doing really well. And they go, yeah, 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 whatever. Sure, miss. Absolutely. And then you say it another time and you go, you are really doing really well. And they go, yeah, okay, cool. That's fine. And we do get to the point where they go, you're doing really well. You go, no, miss. Actually, yeah, I'm, I'm all right. And we forget that there, it's a really simple programming in your brain to just start believing it. It's deep in your subconscious and you just kind of pop it out every every day. Say that same thing every day and you might eventually start believing it. I'm interrupting this episode to ask you for a favour. Now, we know that teachers around the world enjoy this podcast and we are so proud to offer ongoing support and advice to educators worldwide. And if you're one of those teachers and you haven't already liked and subscribed to the podcast, then please take a moment now, if you can, to do just that. It makes a huge difference to our reach and it helps us keep this podcast free so more teachers can become part of the Marigold community. From both of us, thank you. And now, let's get back to today's episode. So, I went through a phase of doing like 10 or 12 affirmations. They were all quite specific. And then I kind of boiled it down to three. And I knew that those three were the right three because saying them made me quite emotional. I am a powerful creator of my own life experience and I can choose how I respond to the world around me. That's one of them. And just that idea of being in control, I think was really important there of being able to take what's thrown at me, interpret it in a way that's positive and be capable of dealing with it was really important. My second one was my past does not define me. My future is today. And I think a lot of us kind of think that today is going to be the same as yesterday was, or has to be the same as yesterday was, and it doesn't have to be. We can start again. And the idea of giving myself permission to have a fresh start every day was really important. And the last one was quite a simple one, which was just, I forgive myself, which for me was really about just, I might've messed it up yesterday. I might've messed it up 10 years ago. None of that has to carry over to today and it's okay. I'm just a person. I'm going to get things wrong. But as long as I know where my compass is pointing and what I'm trying to achieve, that's okay. And they were the three ultimately in the end that stuck with me and that I use pretty much every day. They're a really nice mixture of looking at what your sphere of influence can be and the people that are around you and that you radiate that towards them rather than the world pushing on you. 
as well as being kind to yourself. Mine are very much, mine are very much in, still in the infancy. I've used them for a little while, but I tend to go quite generic because when I then have to apply them, I, I can apply them really quickly. And so apart from at the weekend saying, I am in charge of a toddler. The toddler is not in charge of me. Which does come out quite a lot. It tends to be, I am awesome. I am in charge of everything I want to be. And everything I say is worth it. Amazing. That last one, especially everything I do and say is worth it, is so important. When, as a teacher, so much is is taken away from you, so much isn't about you, uh, to have that sense of actually what I do has meaning and purpose and, and power. And to remind yourself of that every day is, I think, is hugely important for teachers. So we want to give you some top tips for affirmation success, because actually there's a couple of little rules that would be really helpful, a couple of guidelines. And the first one really is to choose the affirmation that, that resonates with you and that ugh, reflects the way you want to think and then reflects on the way that you want your future to be rather than how you feel right now or how your present is. You've got to remember that you're kind of trying to build the ideal future for yourself or the ideal set of behaviors or circumstances for yourself. And rather than talking about the now, which might not be exactly what you want, you're kind of projecting yourself into a, a really positive outcome. So that's the first thing to remember. Think about the future. You've also got to be specific. I'm not quite there yet with all of mine and I'm completely okay with it. I'm getting better at them and they are becoming more specific to the things I want now and in the future, but they're still positive and they're the bits that you want to focus on. Being specific and being positive in your affirmations are incredibly important. So I don't tend to shout my affirmations out loud in a car park for everyone to hear, but I do speak them out loud. And I do repeat them through the day. So that's a really good top tip is to get them out there. Get the usual voice, get them out into the room, not just into your head and come back to them. Don't just let them sit at the start of the day, because the more you apply them, the more you connect with them, the more value they're going to be to you. So you need to make sure you say them with conviction and the emotion behind them, because ultimately it's your connection with your own affirmation that are making that behavioral change with yourself. And you need to pull your emotions into it to make sure that you believe it. Because if you're not believing yourself, then you're not going to make that change. So commit, commit to them. My last one, my last top tip is to be patient and to be persistent because change doesn't happen overnight. It's going to take a while. You're going to spend the first few days, maybe the first few weeks feeling a bit silly feeling as though you're just talking to yourself, feeling as though none of this is of any value, but it will be because it is valuable. It is good stuff. So don't be dissuaded. Take your time, keep going, and you will start to rewire the way that you think about the world around you. Yeah, we keep saying take five minutes for yourself or self-care this and make sure that you give yourself time. And we keep saying we haven't got time, but when you're stood there brushing your teeth, brushing your hair, walking up the hill, sitting in your car, there are already times that are there. So you use them. And you know what it is? It's, it's five minutes in the day when you're not thinking about marking or you're not thinking about 30 kids or you're not thinking about reports or whatever it is you're, is on your plate that day. It's time 
where you're tangibly building something better for yourself. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for your support. And thank you for everything you do day in and day out. Teaching can be tough. It can be lonely and it can be exhausting. So if no one else says it, thank you for being a teacher. You're just inspirational. If you enjoyed this episode, you'll enjoy the next one too. So like and subscribe if you can. And sign up to our free weekly newsletter, The Flourishing Teachers Field Guide, over at marigoldteachers.com. It's packed full of tried and tested tips for teacher well-being. Until then, remember that your most important obligation is to yourself. You're awesome. And we'd like you to stay that way. So see you next time.